Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. show. Hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome back. It's episode 20 motherfucking six. 20 motherfucking six. <laughs> I feel like it just adds spice on it, you know? You gotta salt bay it a little. <laughs> Shoot, oh you my salt goodness. bay. I'm over here being Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Look, every time I think of Samuel L. Jackson... Everyone's normal first thought would be Pulp Fiction, but for me, it goes straight to snakes on a plane and the excessive flapping of a jacket. <laughs> like, it wasn't just a motherfucker, it was a flap motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and it really was like that, too. It was wild. But you see, oh. I I think of... Black snake moan. <laughs> like, we are not the same, I guess. <laughs> That's okay. I feel like that adds to the spicy elements, you know? <laughs> we have all the motherfuckers to reference. <laughs> yes. Every motherfucker. <laughs> Every motherfucker. <laughs> all right. So, welcome, everybody. Before we jump into the uh, the usual work week, I need to tell you about an incident I had. So, as you know, I'm in a, a podunk town. And there's like maybe two strips of shopping centers in the entire fucking town. So, we live right across the street from one, and that's the one we go to like all the freaking time, right? Right. This time we didn't. We decided to go to our local fresh market. It was just me and my oldest. Um, We get to the store, you know. Uh, we're both wearing our masks because they're required. As we're walking up, there's a lady in like a electric wheelchair. Not a store one. One that she like rode in to the <laughs> store, right? Okay. And so this lady... Looks at me and looks at my oldest and is like, fucking sheep. Why you guys got to wear a mask? Like going off. There wasn't even like a hello or any acknowledgement other than straight into it. And I was like, excuse me, you can go. Don't even with me. So this lady is berating me and my oldest who is nine, right? He's only nine years old. He's a little kid. Right? What the fuck is wrong with you, lady? And this lady is, like, telling him how he's a fucking sheep. So I'm like, hmm. Immediately, I'm, like, annoyed as fuck. And I was just like, you can just go. Like, I didn't even say anything. I didn't call her any names. I just told her to fuck out of here. So on the front doors to the store, it says, face coverings are required. This lady just beep beeps her fucking way right through both the, the front doors and goes straight into the store, right? So, it's a small town. We don't have people checking at the door for you to have your masks, right? We just kind of assume everyone's here to cooperate. Me and 
the oldest are like wandering through aisles. It's been like 10 minutes into this tro- this shopping trip and fucking I start hearing her in this ridiculous commotion about masks. I guess one of the workers had confronted her. And <laughs> dude, first off, I want to give this old lady props because her quick wit to insult was really impressive. But other than that, that's the only thing I can give her impressive props for because everything else is just stupid. She was spewing some social media post banter about how COVID is a hoax and the government's controlling us with masks. It'll be over in November. There's an RFID chip in your mask, and that's why you're wearing them. They're tracking what? you. Dude. Okay, so first off, <laughs> she walked up to this, or, well, the woman confronted her about this, and she said something about her being a toothy bitch. <laughs> I'm like, is that a thing? Can you be toothy with a mask on? <laughs> you toothy bitch. <laughs> She goes, I ain't wearing a damn mask, you toothy bitch. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> and the whole time, I'm just like, you know how my face does the thing when I'm here you, and some shit go down? You can't control your face. You have a very really hard can't. time with it. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Did your eyebrows go all the way the fuck up into your hairline? Because that's what they my, usually do. My eyebrows had receded at this point entirely, right? And my oldest <laughs> is looking like, at me like... Mom, what are we going to do about this? And I'm like, you know, I think we should shop somewhere else. Apparently, <laughs> this place is too masky, sheepy, and toothy. So <laughs> It was just a lot. We had made it just past the produce. Like, we were not... <laughs> we were not ready for that trip. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up going right back to the store across the street because I was not dealing with it. That's an encounter, all right. I know. I was like, oh, I need to tell her about this on pod because this is. It was all of like five minutes, but I'll definitely remember it. (laughs) (laughs) And really, who attacks a kid over a mask? I mean, that one was the one. That was why I had to separate myself from her. I am not trying to beat up a little old grandma. (laughs) <laughs> she didn't want to catch a, a double dose of these hands, you know? So like <laughs> Man, though, I'll tell you what. If some old lady in a fucking motorized wheelchair called my kid a sheep, I'd unplug her battery. <laughs> I thought about it. I was about to say, you're going to fuck around and find out. This is a scientific method. You want to see what happens to an electric scooter with no power? <laughs> <laughs> into oncoming traffic bitch (laughs) out of the chair ho (laughs) you hope you have life alert because you're falling down (laughs) oh look you've fallen and you can't get up (laughs) oh look at the sheep (laughs) (laughs) the fuck is wrong with somebody that they say that to a fucking nine-year-old I think it's people that have just gotten so used to being unfiltered and unchecked that they just start doing that because it's not a normal person. You know what I mean? People who have normal social habits never just go out of their way to call kids bad names or to attack random bystanders. Like I was not 
I was not coming up to her to confront her about her mask. Me and my oldest were just walking to the store like she was scooting your on own her business. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to go and get. Well, I don't even remember what we were there for. I forgot about the masks. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was totally sidetracked by the toothy comment. <laughs> <laughs> you toothy I was like, bitch. Oh, it went big. <laughs> we went big over the mask. Okay. <laughs> Like, you had so many options, lady. This is the one you went with. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to start yeah. using that. I'm going to start calling people toothy bitches. <laughs> but you have to do it when they're wearing a mask. Otherwise, it loses its luster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my like, God. <laughs> when I heard that, right, I'm just like, I double took because I was like, is that lady wearing a mask? And I see it. She's wearing a fucking mask. I'm like, can you be toothy? <laughs> I'm going to be the literal one. Here. She can't be. She's wearing a mask, lady. Jeez. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. I just had to get that encounter out of the way because one, what? Two, I'm not going to ask any more questions. <laughs> so I had a different kind of an encounter, sort of. I, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah, what was that? You can't just... Look, you guys. So a couple days ago, Amy's texting me about completely unrelated things. And she goes, oh, by the way, I almost died tonight, but I'll, I'll have to tell you in a couple of days. I'm like, uh, no, bitch. You're going to tell your best friend how you almost died right now. <laughs> she still made me wait two about days. Things. I, can't, I can't tell her about things off pod and then also on pod because then you guys don't get the actual emotions. So I do yeah. it for you. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome i had to wait for two whole days <laughs> <laughs> she was like well are you okay at least i'm like yeah happy ending <laughs> <laughs> so i was dashing and it was like half an hour before i was going to be done for the night and i get an order that pops up and you know how it shows you, like, where the business is, and then it shows you where you're delivering it to. Yeah. So it tells me that, you know, I'm delivering it in town. Where where I live isn't terribly big, definitely bigger than where I used to live and way bigger than where you live. <laughs> but it, it's not, like, super big, which, first of all, Living here in New Mexico is very interesting because they aren't called towns. They're called villages. Isn't that fun? I think that is. Fun. I mean, I like the word village a lot more, but that's interesting. Yeah. So they're called villages instead of towns. Um, but... Um, it's it's like a really long village, you know, like there's just one long uh street that runs from one side to the other and then there's also like the outskirts but it's still village limits, okay? Mhm. Mm 
So you quite literally like go across this street and you are basically in no man's land, but people live out there. But there's no street lights or anything because this is the countryside of the road. <laughs> 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 like the lights just stop, <laughs> you know? Oh my God, so I hate that too. It gets, yeah, it gets dark here around um, eight o'clock, like, at eight o'clock, the sun is down. <laughs> so eight thirty, it is pitch black, and uh, I, I I seen this order come through, and I was like teetering on, do I take it or do I not? And I was like, well, this shouldn't take very long, you know. It's a Chili's order, and Chili is always really fast, so I'm not going to be sitting there for a long time. <clears throat> so I was like, all right, I'll take it. And um, <laughs> I start following Google Maps, and I'm listening to this new pot. It's not new. Uh, it's new for me because I've only just started listening to it. It's called Small Town Dicks, which, hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hear me out. Pretty sure I did, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dicks as in detectives, you know, like back in the day, they used to call them dicks, you know, like <laughs> privatized, like detectives, they're dicks. I don't, I don't know why they called them that back then. But anyway, so it's called Small Town Dicks because it's a true crime podcast, which is Yardley Smith, you know, Lisa Simpson, <laughs> <laughs> the voice the voice of Lisa Simpson is one of the main voices in this. And so I'm listening to Lisa Simpson talk about murder. So it's very distracting. <laughs> 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 but by the way, uh, if anybody wants to go and listen to that, it is a really phenomenal podcast. But trigger warning, it is gruesome as fuck. It is very detailed, and it is not for the faint-hearted. Just throwing that out there right now. They are intense. Intense. Anyway, <clears throat> so I'm listening to this podcast. I'm listening to Lisa Simpson talk to me about murder. <laughs> and I cross over the street to no man's land to deliver this order. And um, Google Maps is telling me to go straight. And then there's like this immediate sharp right turn. And then right after that sharp right turn, there's a sign that says no outlet. And Google Maps is like, no, no, keep going. And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, so then. Like, what? <laughs> so I'm like. Okay, so, so I keep going, and then there's another sharp left turn. Like, the, it's just like a series of sharp left, sharp right, sharp left, sharp right. And then I take <laughs> another turn, and it's pitch black outside. I have my brights on because I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere. And right then there's a dead end sign, and Google Maps is like, no, no, keep going. Uh. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Oh. <laughs> Keep going. I'm like, where? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So I just keep driving and I'm like, this place is seriously out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And I know that I listen to a lot of true crime and I'm listening to true crime as I'm doing this. So it's making me super fucking paranoid. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like. You're like, man, I don't know what's giving me murder vibes. Meanwhile, on the radio. Murder. The murder weapon was never found. (laughs) So in my head. You're like, I can't place it. (laughs) So in my head, I'm like, oh my God, some serial killer totally ordered chilies to lure a dasher out to the middle of fucking nowhere (laughs) to kill me. You're like, they knew it was going to be me tonight. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Oh, dude, that paranoia, though. I hate that feeling. I've had that before, too. And it always happens on those super yes. dark country roads. It was Thanks, Hollywood. Scaring me to death from the rural right. areas of the So world. then it's like, I come to this weird, like, stop. It's like a, there's a driveway right in front of me. There's a turn to the left, and but it's telling me to make a slight right, but keep going straight. And I'm like, you mean down this super creepy driveway that's completely enclosed in random trees that just showed up? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> but Mm-mm. no, it wasn't down that driveway. There's another there was a hidden road like right beside it that I couldn't see even with my fucking brights on I was like what the fuck yeah I think I know that road (laughs) nope (laughs) and as I'm trying to figure out which way to go there's headlights that show up behind me and they're pulling up they're coming up on me I'm like fuck 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 (laughs) So I finally, I, I, I keep oh going. Goodness. I find the road, the hidden road, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to die now. <laughs> You're like, I'm going down the road, the road which will lead to my demise, the demise road. I'm going. And then it's like, you just got to really emphasize it. And then Google Maps is like, you have arrived. And I'm like, arrived where? And there's this house to the right of me that is completely enclosed like it's got fence the fences like even the driveway is fenced and it is closed and I'm like um there's no way to get in there but then I look up and I notice that that's not the right address so I go down a little bit more to this super super sketchy looking house that I was convinced was a murder house that's where my delivery goes (laughs) <laughs> you're like uh yeah it smells like murder in here they're like and thanks then, you want a tip um the headlights what was in that chili's order amy <laughs> then the headlights was it go ahead oh go ahead i was gonna say was it <laughs> so um Oh, man, I feel like that's such a dark joke right now. (laughs) So the headlights that were behind me are literally right behind me at this point. They are all the way behind me, right on my fucking ass. So I pull into the driveway. I'm like, all right, this is it. This is the way that I die. Delivering chilies. (laughs) 
<laughs> like did not see and, this coming. And so then <laughs> as I pull into the driveway, the headlights that were behind me is the, ends up being this big old SUV, like a suburban essentially. And they pull right in front of the driveway and basically block the driveway. So I'm in my car and this SUV has blocked me in. I cannot go anywhere at this point. And I'm like, I am not getting out of my car. My doors are locked until I figure out what the fuck this person behind me is doing first. Right? So who jumps out of the SUV? Another fucking dasher. <laughs> You're like, this is it. This is how I go. Oh. <laughs> And then out of nowhere comes a third fucking car behind that SUV and parks behind the SUV and another fucking dasher gets out of their car. And I'm like, I'm like, the fuck is going on right now? <clears throat> Turns out that the people that live in this house, like it's a whole family, you know, a whole fam bam, and they all wanted different things. <laughs> Hey, I mean, more power to them as long as they tipped all three of you guys. Yeah, you know well, I mean? they definitely tipped me because I don't take cheapo orders. <laughs> I don't know about the other two dashers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a, a third dasher gets out of their car and goes up to the porch. And, and so then I'm like, okay, so we're just having like a dasher, a dasher mad dash here. <laughs> You guys had like a dasher meetup and you didn't even know it. <laughs> and I was the first to show up, but it scared the shit out of me, Lexi. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, look, there's a whole convoy behind me. Uh... <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. That would scare me too. That's funny. You went, you unknowingly went to Dasher's Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm a very paranoid person, but it's well, okay. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm paranoid. I would say that I am cautious and I am aware of my surroundings. <laughs> yeah, you definitely can rationalize with your paranoia, but I think your paranoia could definitely get the better of you when you're sitting there listening to a murder mystery <laughs> while you're driving down a spooky ass road. <laughs> You're like, man, is this it? She was never this heard from it. again. Is this, this the way, the way I that I die? She's still missing to this day. What the fuck? <laughs> no! <laughs> I did not want to turn down this road. <laughs> it, but it was just like really caught me off guard because it was like, no outlet, but keep going. Dead end, but keep going. I'm like, Fuck, I'm going to die, but keep going. You're like, is this really over or is it not over? I can't. This is a trap, <laughs> isn't it? This is a fucking trap. <laughs> yes. I mean, okay, I'm not a serial killer, but if you were, <laughs> it wouldn't be hard to order DoorDash if you lived out in the middle of fucking nowhere and be like, what Dasher are you talking about? <laughs> oh my gosh, people report their food missing all the time when they get it delivered. Of course. Of course they could get away with saying the Dasher never made it. But I don't know if the it would actually pan out because, you know, on the Dasher side, you have to, like, make confirmations and you have your check-ins. 
So maybe, maybe the if if somebody did try to murder a dasher, they would get caught because of that. Yeah, maybe one can hope. Right. But I, I mean, don't know, that's a really scary problem. I Not mean, to mention on the it, dasher though. side of things. On the dasher side of things, if I opened maps when the first dasher version came out, I could have had your address forever. Yeah. Like, that one worried me the most. Now it autofills and it doesn't keep it on your history. But, like, when I started dashing just last summer, if I had your address, I had it forever in my my maps history. Like, I could just show up at your house. in my history. Really? See, that's such a flaw. I mean... I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, I just think that, that uh, a background check isn't the only thing that can prove if someone's a psycho or not. Like, it just proves so, if they have a criminal record or not. So that one's scary to me. So, you know, DoorDash does automatic, like, once you get an order, it'll pop up maps for you to, if you don't know how to get to the fucking restaurant, it'll give you the address and directions to get to the restaurant and then... After you pick up the order, it pops up and auto fills in for the address of where you're taking it and everything. But it still stays on my history on my maps. But it goes, you know, like it only keeps like so many on your like recent history or whatever. Like it eventually goes away. But I'm not a psycho, so I'm not... (laughs) keeping track of all of these addresses that I'm going to. <laughs> oh yeah, no, for sure. I'm not I'm not psychotic and like keeping tabs. I'm like, oh there's Jennifer. I remember <laughs> when I delivered her Marcos pizza. It was fabulous. No, it's not like that, but like it's definitely something I noticed early on. Maybe yeah. it is because I watch a lot of murder shows and stuff that that's why that's something I noticed. But I do think that is a privacy issue. Yeah. And if dashers well, and have access to an address weeks or years or months later, you know, it's just, I don't know. Seems a little not okay. Right. Well, and, and that is a flaw with Google Maps is like once you've searched for an address, it it might not stay in your recent history. But if you try and like type in address numbers or whatever, it will automatic. It, it'll bring up like different ones that you have used before you know it'll pull down the drop down menu be like do you mean this one that you went to or this one that you went to or this one that you went to (laughs) (laughs) but i do i make so many deliveries a day that i mean it just it's always (laughs) ever-changing well yeah i mean think about it like you're dashing to dash but like a crazy person who knows, man? Right? And like a I'm like not... a vengeful ex, man. Oh, I remember yeah. Rebecca used to order Taco Bell every Friday. Mm, I'm gonna wait for her ass. I mean, I'm just saying it, it it seems like it could be a bad thing. Yeah, but that's not on DoorDash. That's something that I I really don't know. Would that be a Google Maps or would that be a DoorDash thing? Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's a if it would fall on Google Maps. I feel like there should be a way to like tap in for like light navigation for like a one-time use or something. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would be a maps feature. But something like that. Yeah, so we're like you can you can totally get the navigation you need, but it doesn't save the address forever. Well, and you know what I hate about the DoorDash map? <laughs> 
is that it doesn't move with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, it used to. Oh my gosh, it used to. I was able to navigate to towns I'd never been to before from just the DoorDash app. I mean, you'll be able because to... Because it was going with me. You know, but. you'll be able to follow your dot, like, on the black line or whatever, but, like, it stays, like, uh, north, south, east, west, whereas, like, with Google Maps, it moves with you, so you know which way you're supposed oh, to be yeah, going. Yeah. Whereas with uh, Dash, it's just up and down and left and right but right is left and left is right and down is up and up is down and i'm like fuck <laughs> now which way do i go which now? way do i go george uh, which way do i go <laughs> yeah, that's what i thought i'd do <laughs> <laughs> but yeah oh my god so that was me listening to lisa simpson talking about death and murder and I was convinced that I was on my way to my own murder. <laughs> and then it was a surprise dasher party. <laughs> surprise! <laughs> oh, that's funny stuff. Oh, man. Well, does that mean we're ready for In the News then? We are. We all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes, things get so wild, they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. Alright, so, my article comes from WJLA, uh, ABC News 7, uh, and it's titled, AMC to offer 15 cent tickets on the first day of reopening. Woo! Yeah, it's. I thought it was a cool idea, but also I'm kind of like sketch, you know. <laughs> the tickets are only All 15 right. cents, but drinks are $50. <laughs> or the drinks are, or I mean, the tickets are only 15 cents, but the COVID is still, you know, rampant in the lobbies. I don't know. <laughs> you know, and that that's a good point because um, the floor is always sticky at the movie theater. Right. Why is it always sticky? Because they would have to actually clean it. <laughs> they just run push mops. I worked at a theater. Fun fact, we haven't done another time machine bit, but I worked at a movie theater once. I only worked for two days, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is in New York. AMC Entertainment, which owns the chain, said Thursday that it expects to open the doors to more than a hundred cinemas, or about of a sixth of its nationwide locations. On August 20th, uh, they're going to be throwing a throwback pricing for the day. AMC theaters have reopened in numerous international countries, but have remained sh uh, shuttered in the U.S. since March due to the global pandemic. The chain touted the reopening as movies in 2020 at 1920 prices. <laughs> hey. Except for, you know, the only other thing that we have to relate to the 1920s is the fucking plague. pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to wear my plague mask in the theater or? <laughs> Fuck, bro. All right. After several false starts due to a summer rise in coronavirus cases throughout much of the U.S., widespread movie going is currently set to resume in late August. 
Regal Cinemas have, uh, sorry, Regal Cinemas, the second largest chain, is to reopen some U.S. locations on August 21st. During its opening day promotion, AMC will show catalog films including Ghostbusters, Black Panther, Back to the Future, and Grease. Those older films will continue to play afterwards for only $5. You're the one that I want? Ooh, 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 honey. I know, right? I would love to see Grease in theaters. That would be awesome. <laughs> I, like, grinned as I said it out loud. All right. Um, AMC confirmed that Disney's much-delayed New Mutants will debut in theaters August 28th um, with Christopher Nolan's Tenet to follow September 3rd. Warner Bros. is planning to release Tenet a week earlier internationally, including in Canada. Um, and then there's a handful of smaller new releases also planning for late August, including Unhinged and Armando Iannucci? Iannucci? Iannucci's? Sorry, I can't say that word. Personal History of David Copperfield. AMC said Thursday they expect about two-thirds of its theaters to be open in time for Tenet. Uh... Several states, including California and New York, are yet to allow movie theaters to reopen. Well, yeah, because they have a lot of people. Yeah, right. AMC and other chains have said they will operate at reduced capacity to facilitate social distancing, along with increased theater cleaning and required mask wearing. As in, Bet that floor the is still fucking sticky. floor better not be sticky, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to come for him. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought that would be a fun one. I know last week I talked about the Walmart drive-ins idea. Because we really have taken a huge hit with entertainment in ways that we passed our time before. So kind of bringing some normalcy back would be fun. Theater's cool. 15 cent, sick, the 15 cent ticket's cool. COVID, not cool. <laughs> Sticky floors, <laughs> hold on, not hold cool. Hold on, let me make it like one of those old school commercials, right? Okay. <laughs> Getting concession stand snacks, $20. Tickets at the movie theater, 15 cents. COVID, priceless. <laughs> 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 There's that. I'm I'm like half excited and half not with the whole theater thing. Yeah. I like the drive-ins idea better because at least people are keeping their distance. Right. I don't see how people can cram into a movie theater and call that socially distant. Okay, but we are, we're not going to talk about the fact that we basically just said that Walmart is smarter than AMC. We're just not going to talk about it, okay? We don't have to. We can glaze right over it. <laughs> All right, Amy, what is your article this week? My news article comes from Fox News. It says, Belligerent Wendy's customer squeezes through drive through window, throws cups, straws, and tries to grab cash drawer. Ah, uh, there it is. The dumpster <laughs> fire we were waiting for. Yes, we've been waiting for this for a while. Oh. Guess where this was? <laughs> Guess where this took place, Lexi? I, I'm I'm just shooting this one out there. Don't call me prejudice. Was it Florida? It was. <laughs> it was. It was a Florida man. 
Good old Floridians doing Good Floridian old Florida shit. Men. <laughs> <laughs> Video oh, footage released of an incident that occurred at a Wendy's in Tampa, Florida shows a customer climbing through the restaurant's drive-through window throwing various items at workers and attempting to also grab the cash drawer, which he is forced to drop as employees respond to the drama. Jesus Christ. The Hillsborough <laughs> County Sheriff's Office shared footage of the incident on Facebook. <laughs> oh, my God. The suspect has been identified as 26-year-old Kelvin Barnes. Kelvin. His name is Kelvin. Not Calvin. Not Calvin. Kelvin. Not Kevin. Kelvin. As in the, the other measurement of temperature? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Kelvin, what are you doing? <laughs> About to rob this Wendy's. He tried. Ooh, he's trying. <laughs> tried it. <laughs> oh, my God. In the footage, it appears that there are several other young men in the car with Barnes watching the incident unfold. One of them appears to try and push Barnes away from the windy... Oh. <laughs> One of them appears to try and push Barnes away from the window after Wendy's employees shut him out. Oh, so he was like trying, trying after the fact? I guess. He I had to be know. drunk. There's got to be some kind of influence involved. <laughs> Something. A Wendy's right? employee told deputies Barnes and his unidentified passengers became belligerent while placing their order and got out of their car. This surveillance video shows Barnes reaching in the Wendy's window to throw things and grab the cash drawer. Barnes ended up dropping the cash drawer and leaving in a gray Nissan Maxima with a Tennessee plate. So do you think they were just tourists? <laughs> Tennessee men in Florida? It says, police later added that the vehicle was a rental and the rental company is currently filing a failure to return report. <gasps> oh no. He never returned his rental. And Barnes has Oops. a Georgia driver's license. Oh, man. So what? It's a Tennessee I... rental. Well, okay. So he got it from the international airport there in in Tampa. But he has a Georgia driver's license. And the car has Tennessee plates. <laughs> man, what a mess. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> and it says... It says that they still haven't found him. Oh. <laughs> still at large, ladies and gents. Yes. Find Maybe. him. Kelvin Barnes. <laughs> Kelvin. Kelvin. I'd, I'd try to rob Wendy's, too, if I was named after a degree of measurement. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably trying to rob them for some money to change his fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not too hot. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny shit. What a wild one, though, huh? Yeah. 
<laughs> That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> All right, so it is time for another live in the field. Live in the field. Live action news now. Right now news, right now. Only it's not live because it's pre-recorded. Finger guns. Hey, and who are we interviewing this week? This week I am interviewing my friend Joe. Joe has worked at various fast food places and he has seen quite a bit of interesting things. Turns out flipping burgers doesn't just stick to flipping burgers, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, who are you and what do you do? Hi, my name is Joe and I'm a painter by trade and not by choice. Fair enough. Uh, What are some of the jobs that you've worked? Uh, Well, we can start with McDonald's. Um, Worked there for a little while and then I went to uh, Taco Bell. I uh, did a little bit of work at Arby's, worked at Marsh, and Fuddruckers. Basic stuff. Um, What's Fuddruckers? <laughs> well, if you've ever seen the movie Idiocracy, you'd know it as Buttfuckers. Did people go in and call it Buttfuckers? No, they didn't go inside and call it Buttfuckers. It was Buttfuckers, literally. It said Buttfuckers on the sign. The one you worked at said that? Oh, no, sorry. I was still thinking of the movie. Okay, we need to talk about the actual real-life one that you worked at. It did not say buttfuckers. No, I can clarify it didn't say buttfuckers. Did customers call it buttfuckers? A couple times, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, any uh, memorable mentions throughout your uh, career? Anything Uh, crazy happen at, like, McDonald's or Buttfuckers? (laughs) Well, at Fuddruckers, um, there were a couple of unique individuals. Uh, There was one that actually stood out quite significantly against the others. Well, I'm pretty sure that, uh... I'm pretty sure he did meth? Um, (laughs) Is, Is it crack? Is that what you're smoking? Nope, nope, that's meth. That's meth. <laughs> it was it was meth. Uh, well, it started pretty normal. We get inside, we get everything ready, you know, prepping meat and whatnot. And uh, this guy comes in, and um, he seemed strange. Like off? Like on. Way <laughs> on. It's like somebody took the turbo and put it in him. Because this guy was just fucking going. He was like, he he kept asking me about things that he could do. And it got to a point that, like, I just couldn't, I couldn't find anything for him to do. He'd already have cleaned the floors in, like, three seconds. (laughs) He had made all of the patties for the day. All of them. And that usually takes about 20 to 30 minutes. Because you have to roll them your hand with your own hands. We don't have pre-made meat. Anyways, you know, he would have that done. And then uh, he would have all of the, uh, the uh, French fryers cleaned. <laughs> like, drain the oil, <clears throat> skim them, the works. Like, everything. He swept 
and he mopped the floors at least 13 times. <laughs> Consistency is key. I mean, I don't think those floors could have been cleaner. Not at buttfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Floor is always dirty at buttfuckers. Where are those stores even located? Like, um, I've never heard of any local for sure. <laughs> no, no, they're not very common. There's uh, none in Indiana, that's for sure. Yeah, no, there's not a single one here. The one I worked at was in North Dakota. Huh. Did this guy ever, uh, like, get in trouble or confronted being high on meth, supposedly, at the on the job? No, actually. Um, that? What? <laughs> let's just say we look out for our own sometimes. But fuckers gotta stick together. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we didn't wanna. We didn't wanna sink the ship. And honestly, he cleaned the hell out of the store. That saved us like hours of work. <laughs> Who needs manpower when you've got one man on meth? Literally, this guy this guy came in in the middle of the day, right? And um he you know, he helped us start the day initially. I don't know. I think it was more towards nighttime when we were closing that he really, really shined. <laughs> because not only did he have the kitchen and the you know uh or the kitchen and the cleaning area, he also had the entire lobby. He had the whole bar to clean. You know, this guy was getting creative after a certain amount of time. He just started finding things to do. <laughs> and when in doubt, meth finds a way. It's more Ooh. like when in doubt. Is that what Jeff Goldblum said? <laughs> I hope not, because that's, that's some bad advice. Yeah, Don't do meth, fun. kids. After cleaning the lobby, he uh, he decided that he wasn't going to stop there. He cleaned all or he cleaned all of the parking lot as in picking up all the cigarette butts, any trash receipts, everything. Like <laughs> this guy left no asphalt unturned. <laughs> it was insane. That's funny. Um but you know what's even better? There's a whole nother day of this. So we all leave, we go home, and uh next day rolls around. I come in first with uh, our manager, and uh, we start, you know, getting everything set up, turning everything on, thawing meat and whatnot, and, uh, you know, just getting the day ready for whatever rushes come in. And um, lo and behold, here comes the meth-metician. Meth-metician. So he comes in, and he's still pretty wired. One would almost say that he did not sleep. One might even say he got more meth. <laughs> one could agree with one's opinion. Anyways, um, pretty much he cleaned everything again, even though he cleaned it literally the night before. And after he did that, he just disappeared. Uh, I think he said he went outside to get a cigarette or something just to, to, to wait until the first rush comes in. And... He went out for the cigarette, and about an hour goes by, and he's not anywhere to be seen. 
Um, but what was there was um, a pack of cigarettes, a giant puddle of vomit. Oh. Like, this guy was unhealthy. He needed water. I think he needs a little more than water if he's doing meth for work. So, so yeah, cigarettes, puddle of vomit. Yeah, it was... Uh, Did he ever show back up? Yeah, oh yeah, he came back. Next week, like, the dude was gone for at least three or four days. Um, As far as my manager told me, he was still in contact. He was telling her that, you know, he was just really, really sick. Like, he couldn't get out of bed kind of sick. Like, da 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 Dude was having issues. <clears throat> I feel like it might have been the meth. Maybe. It sounds like a meth kind of thing. It sounds like a meth thing. You're, I, I agree. Ooh. <laughs> Remember, kids, don't do meth. <laughs> It'll keep you up for two days and you'll throw up in the parking lot and leave your cigarettes. I guess it happened like that for that guy. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, at least we got a free cleaning, though. Deep, thorough, and cheap. At, at one man's cost of labor. Yeah. <laughs> Any other weird occurrences happen, or was that your wild one? That was the wild one. Yeah. All right. Well, if that wraps up the interview, say bye, Joe. Bye, Joe. Joe has worked at a lot of fast food. He sure has, and even in even in burger joints, we don't really think that that crazy shit can happen. But man, can it? Oof. It sure does. But yeah, so that wraps up my interview. And does that make it tea time? Tea time. Clink. Clink. All right, Amy. What's your first story? But I want my money back. No. (laughs) (laughs) My work only provides a refund if the customer brings back the same card used to make the purchase for security reasons. And I mean, that makes sense. Right. I, I, I know a lot of stores do it that way. They either have to put it back onto the same card or they give you store credit. I mean, that's not unheard of. This happened a couple of years ago. A lady came in and wanted to return something and decided to stand there on her phone messaging someone throughout this whole transaction. That's so annoying. Right. And rude. If you're going to be on your phone, then be on your phone somewhere else. Don't be trying to take up other people's time being on your phone. When I asked if she had the same card, she said, no, my daughter paid for it. I informed her, one, that we need the same card, otherwise that I can give her store credit. She said, no, I want my money back. I informed her again, two, what our return policies are and what we can offer as an alternative. I also informed her that she had another week available to return the item. She says, I can't come back another day. I need to do this today. I want my money back. So I repeat to her again, three, that if she wants it done today, I can give her a store credit. At this point, she is still on her phone and she looks up. Yes, okay, fine, do that. As she's on her phone, I repeat myself again. Four, 
to make sure she knows what I'm doing. I say, okay, I'm going to return these items and put the money on store credit. Is that okay? The lady, still on her phone, doesn't even bother to look up to me and says, yes, that's fine. So I return the items and complete the transaction. The whole time she was, of course, on her phone. So I say, okay, here are your receipts and your store credit. The customer, finally breaking eye contact from her phone, looks at me and says, I said I didn't want a store credit. <laughs> uh, well, you didn't say you didn't want a store credit those last four times, so Karen's be Karening. <laughs> <laughs> I once again repeated five what the return policy is and told her that I asked her if this was okay and she agreed. So she says, but I said I wanted my money back. Okay. I call for the manager and walked her through the whole ordeal. While I was explaining everything to the manager, the customer was once again standing there on her phone. I mean, so at that point, rude. it's got to be chalked up to the customer's fault. You know? Right? The customer ended up leaving and coming back about 10 minutes later with her daughter, who was in the shopping center the whole time. <laughs> we ended up putting the refund onto the daughter's card, which was the card that was used. This whole situation could have been avoided if she had just asked her daughter to come to the store to begin with. Man, I feel sorry for her daughter. I know, but why is this lady demanding her money back when it was her daughter's card, not hers? You know, I really don't know. <laughs> I've really got nothing for you on that one. Maybe she was trying to get the money for herself. I don't know. I don't. I got nothing. That don't make no sense. <laughs> That's what we call a complicated Karen. <laughs> <laughs> What's your first story, Lexi? All right. I got to set the microphone down. I hope I hope it doesn't take away from the audio quality, okay? All right. We'll find out. We will call you. That's, that's the title <laughs> of my story. I, I needed to put the mic down for that emphasis. All the claps. I got to channel the same vibe, you know? <laughs> all right so this is a very very specific job and i would hate it i work in a frame shop inside of a craft store oh no right i couldn't imagine we reopened at the beginning of july after being closed for a few months bet you could guess why <laughs> we've been getting a lot of business so we're very busy the turnaround on orders is usually two weeks, and when I take in new orders, I double-check the phone number and tell the customer that's how we will contact them. But we get customers all the time calling or stopping by to check on their orders. Did we call you? Of course not, because your order isn't ready yet. You placed it a week ago. Do you think we're just hoarding your unfinished artwork in the shop for funsies? We don't get your money until you pick it up, so we literally have no reason not to contact you when it's ready. We will fucking call you. 
And if your boomer <laughs> ass can't be bothered to delete old voicemails, making your mailbox full, that's on you. I felt a little called out on that one. <laughs> yes, because your voicemail is currently full. I know. <laughs> I'm not even 30, but I've hit boomer ass levels, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, she says, when you place an order, even when it's online, you get a confirmation email that says, in all caps, don't leave your house yet. Your order isn't ready. And they still... Get fucking Karen's bitching about orders not being ready 10 minutes after ordering. Just fucking read, you idiots. Use your eyes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Same, though. The inability to follow right. very basic laid out directions is really shocking in America right now. I don't even know if that's where their country of origin was, but. <laughs> ridiculous. I'm going to assume it's America because America's a burning dumpster fire right now. It is. What is your second story? This one is a it's it's a short story, but it's funny. <laughs> it's called Anything's a Drive-Through if you're brave enough. Good god. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine where this is going. <laughs> If you're brave enough. <laughs> <laughs> I work at the garden center of a hardware store. Of course it's a hardware store. <laughs> About an hour before closing, a tiny old woman came to my register with a couple of plants and asked for help bringing them to her car. I called over the radio for someone to help her and told her that she could bring her car up to the curb to speed things up. She agreed and left her plans at the register. A few minutes later, I looked up from cleaning off my counter to see that the woman had returned. Instead of waiting at the curb, she had decided to back her car into the store. <laughs> what? <laughs> the car said, came this is in a drive through right? the garden center's gate. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Knocking over a few signs and a table in the process. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just I just stood there in shock for a minute, not really sure what to do. <laughs> then the garden manager showed up who was responding to my radio call. He loaded up the plants into the trunk without even blinking an eye. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. then she drove off and I was never to see her again. <laughs> God, why are people like that? Like she could have <laughs> easily killed somebody being reckless as hell because she's impatient. But nah, let's load up her flowers. Girl, <laughs> you better bibbity babbity back the fuck out of my store. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, she bibbity bobbity backed the fuck into the store. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Could you imagine having to deal with somebody like that? <laughs> A good grief. I can't handle when people are like that obnoxiously bad. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. 
Like they can't um, wait in line like, like the rest of us. They can't follow directions like the rest of us. They're going to back their car into the store. <laughs> unlike the rest of us. <laughs> I said that you could wait at the curb and pull your car up to the curb, <laughs> not pull your car into the fucking store. Yeah, not jump the curb and keep going. <laughs> That's not what I meant by curbside assistance, okay? <laughs> oh my gosh, though. Wowzers. Mm. Wowzers. <laughs> wow. What fucking Owen Wilson. <laughs> That's what she would have got out of me. If I cared about my job enough, she would have just got the Owen Wilson. Hit her with that wow. <laughs> if I was if I was that employee, I probably would have done of the exact same thing that she did just stood there and watched in disbelief like <laughs> and i probably would have just like looked around and been like is this really happening right now is this real life <laughs> i i either have a brief moment of shock like that or i jump straight to what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> that's not how on on the clock employees talk to people so I would probably get in trouble, <laughs> even though she's literally with car in store. <laughs> in the fucking store. Knocking like over signs and tables. <laughs> and she's like, no, nah, it's cool. Crunch. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was most certainly not cool. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man, this one's a good one. You ready for my last story, Amy? Sure am. So it's titled, Check Your Employee Handbook. It's right there. Okay. All right. So this story happened about 14 years ago uh, when I worked at an electrical store in the UK, whose name I won't mention, but it rhymed with vomit. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, I was a teenager and reliant on public transportation to get to and from work. There was only one bus and hour to or sorry there was only one bus an hour to this out of town retail park and it was scheduled to arrive at like 8:55 which theoretically gives me enough time to walk from the bus stop to the store ready to start my shift at 9 a.m. however on many occasions like fucking public transportation does uh, the bus was late due to traffic, so I'd sometimes arrive at work at 9.05, which wasn't a problem because the store was usually quiet until around 11 a.m., but the manager accepted that I would make up any of this time at the end of my shift. So this went on for about a year with no problems until a new deputy manager was brought in from another store. Oh, Jesus. Yep, deputy manager. <laughs> you know, the ones that feel like they're also a cop. <laughs> The I know, right? The worst. Uh, she was a clock watcher and wanted me to be there at 9 a.m. exactly every day and wasn't accepting any excuses for buses being late or anything else. I asked her if I could simply change my shift from 9 o'clock to 9.10, which I thought was reasonable. She refused completely and told me, you have to be on time for your shift. Check your employee handbook. It's right there. I did check my employee handbook, and it did state exactly what she said. 
But on the same page, it said that every employee working a shift longer than six hours is entitled to a 60-minute uninterrupted lunch break. Uninterrupted is a key word here. <laughs> um, later that day, I was about halfway through my lunch break at, in the staff room when she came in and said that the shop floor was busy. There's not enough salespeople out there, and there's a customer waiting to buy a plasma TV. Nobody volunteered, so she specifically picked me and told me to go and serve the customer and then come back to continue my lunch break. This wasn't uncommon, and it really wasn't a problem, usually. I'd served the customer, processed the sale, and then went back to the staff room to continue my break. Fifty minutes later, she comes back to the staff room with a face like thunder asking why I'm still on my lunch break. You should have been back on the shop floor twenty minutes ago. Why are you still here? I calmly replied that I still had 10 minutes left on my 60-minute uninterrupted lunch break. I explained that by taking me <laughs> off lunch 30 minutes early, that wasn't an uninterrupted lunch break. Before I smiled and told her, check the employee handbook. It's right there. Yes. Yes. She was furious. She went to the store manager and said I'd taken an extra long lunch break, but when he came to speak to me and I explained it to him, I explained to him that my break was interrupted by deputy manager, and she protested and said that just because I have to spend a few minutes with a customer doesn't mean I'm entitled to an extra 30-minute break. The store manager was not happy with the situation, but agreed that I was entitled to my uninterrupted break as per company policy. By now, it was time for me to go back out on the shop floor, so I put my lunchbox back in my locker and left. She didn't talk to me for the rest of the day, but she didn't ask any of oh, us darn. to serve customers during our lunch breaks ever again either. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have even gone, you know, like Petty Amy would have been like, um, I'm still on my lunch break for another half an hour. So per I the employee handbook, that's right there. <laughs> I would have been petty enough to have a visual timer for them to look at. Mm-mm. 60 minutes, uninterrupted. <laughs> Stars, can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> deputy manager. It's always the deputy managers or the assistant managers that always try and be like the big head honcho, you know? Right? Like, it's never the actual store manager because they have actual fucking problems. It's the, right. <laughs> the deputy Ricks that want to try and micromanage <laughs> you even though they're only paid a dollar more than you an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We ready for them demographics. Them dems. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> it's time for top. Oh, cities! Yeah. Trying to come in there with the baritone. I don't know if it was good or not, but, you know. <laughs> I'll be your backup any day, boo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Amy, who we got in first place this week? We got San Jose, California. Hey. They were in first last week, I think. They were. They've been holding that shit down. And then your favorite. Yeah, my favorite. In second place, we got Tigard, Oregon. They've been tigered. 
Lady with Tiger. Carol Baskin. <laughs> What's funny is it's Oregon. It's not even Oklahoma where where Exotic Joe is even from. <laughs> like, I'm sorry to guard. Y'all probably deserve better, but you got stuck with us. We love you. <laughs> you chose this life. You chose yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Now you right. You right. Y'all chose this life. <laughs> Y'all wanted to get tigered. <laughs> All right, Amy, who we got in third this week, girl? We got Columbus, Ohio in third place. Hey. And last but certainly not least, who is in fourth? San Diego. <laughs> I will never say it regular. I love you guys. Never. In fact, you're my favorite, even though you're in fourth place. All of the name. <laughs> Look, I want to move to Wales, Vagina, California. Don't you? <laughs> I'm sure it's very moist. Nope. No, I don't want to move there. Way to kill it in one word. Five letters. Go you. <laughs> moist. <laughs> Say it with me. Moist. <laughs> Just so we can traumatize our listeners that much more. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Lexi, you got our sign-off quote for the week? I do, and it's a really good one. You ready for it? I am. All right. If you cannot do great things, do small things in a great way. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry about making a big difference. What does he say in Death to Smoochie? If you can't change the world, you can at least make a dent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, keep your chin up. Keep pushing through the pandemic times. We are with you. We are with you. We're all surviving this shit. We are in this together, together. I don't know. Where that song is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, All the Tea. Also find our group, Fans of Confessions of Retail, All the Tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. was a Titan Cast episode.